mind your fucking business and eyes up here. Where are my eyes? Where are my eyes? <laughs> <laughs> Coño. Yo. What's good? It's your boy, Southbury706. <laughs> Apparently, since uh, people can't identify people's voices on here, we will let the other uh, co-hosts announce themselves. So go ahead. Speak. Well, don't be rude about it. <laughs> I can't stand it. I'm a, I'm a rude guy. I'm a rude boy. Shata. Yeah, yeah. Hola, hola. Soy Joel Chapa. It's me. I'm the, like the only girl, but still. <laughs> yeah, this is uh, Marcus Sniffles. I'm currently trying to find out how old Lil Terrio is because I just seen him on Amber Rose's Instagram page. This kid is big as fuck still. He's fashioning. Everybody not, on Twitter, get at him at like, Marcus Sniffles. What's your name now? That's, it's the same thing from what I'm seeing. They're saying this kid is like 10 years old. I'm like, he can't be 10. How yeah, long ago yeah. was this? He's not 10 now. He has to at least be like 15, 16. Okay, but you got to see this. I'm going to post this video. It was on Ambrose's Instagram page. This is a big kid. If he's You are still really fat shaming. Oh my God. He's really he's, big. He's trying to be in the NFL draft in about two he years. He might be. He might be. Yeah. I don't, he might not have any eligibility left because he's probably like 25 or something like that. But. <laughs> Shout out to Little Terry, I thought he was dead. So, I mean, God bless. Yeah, appreciate everybody checking us out on uh, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, as usual. We appreciate it. Man, so just following up from last week, uh, like I predicted, a week has passed and nobody gives gives a damn about Kanye West anymore. That was the hot, the hot flavor of the week. Everybody was getting on yay for retweets and attention and views and listens and spins and streams or whatever. Week has passed and it's on to the next day. So shout out to y'all for having the continued fake outrage. I don't think it's over. It is over. Wait till the album drops. Wait till the album drops. Sure. Yeah, they'll definitely see if it really, you know, held weight. But a lot of people just kind of gave up or like, you know what? You said what? Okay, cool. I'm done with you. They just canceled him not to speak on him again. So it's a mixture, but still, that's not exactly. He hasn't really been saying much. He's been pretty quiet. So there's not anything new to say other than just repeat themselves. No, he's still he's still been tweeting. He's been tweeting. He's been tweeting regular Kanye West stuff. Yeah, his mm-hmm. last tweet was rules are structured for people who can't carve their own path successfully. And that was four hours ago. So I mean Yeah, but that's not anything exciting. That's not anything that's gonna really give somebody a reaction. No, and I guess that's all it was. It was just a reaction. Like, he got the reaction that I guess he was looking for. But, you know, I, I keep on seeing these questions about, you know, who's your favorite artist? Who would you listen to for 24 hours? Or who would you... Like, is it okay to say Kanye West still? Or are we still back? <laughs> like, do I need Yo, to wait? I'm not going to lie. I had my Spotify on shuffle these past few days. Like, all my songs. And, like, it would be... Kanye came out a lot. Let me put it that way. I was surprised on myself. By how much Kanye? I knew I, I liked his music and everything. I wouldn't say I was a stan, but I had a lot of Kanye songs come on. I'm like, fuck, I still like this song. So it, it doesn't. It doesn't. <laughs> I even tweeted like, yeah. yo, if Kanye West is canceled, is his beats canceled too? Because that's a lot of music that we're not listening to. Kanye West has produced a lot of music. Yeah, but he's still not off the hook completely. <sighs> there. Again. I feel like people have moved on. <laughs> like, we've moved on to the next thing. Like, you know, you, you, we're going to be mad at someone Yo, You else. guys will say that because you're stands. 
I mean, has anybody else really said anything negative about Kanye? Well, I know you're not. I am sitting here in my Kanye West t-shirt on right now from the uh, Yeezy store, so. Uh, I mean, had to break it out for the day. Shout out to Kanye West and not his views. But, I mean, (laughs) keeping on with the fake outrage show, another thing that bothers me in 2018, we still feel the need to do reboots, TV shows and movies and things of that nature. So they recently did a reboot of the show Roseanne, Roxanne, what's her name? The white lady that can't see yeah, Roseanne. Whatever. That nobody so, was offended by. Yeah, yeah. That's another. <laughs> Ooh, you, 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 you do that if you haven't seen Roseanne, seen the National Anthem. People were offended by it. That was... This is like, okay, talk about this is This is part two. Why is your, why is your gut exposed? <laughs> like, can you cover yourself oh up? <laughs> Yo, dog, like, what's going on? First of so all, first of all, YouTube, things if, happen. If you're watching on YouTube, last week Marcus Stiffles exposed his nipple <laughs> on the podcast. And now El Chapo just has her, her stomach hanging out of his shirt. Like, what's going first on, of dog? All, like, it's not a gut because I've been working out. Second of all, mind your fucking business and eyes up here. Where are my eyes? Where are my eyes? <laughs> <laughs> Coño, got out. I feel like I feel my like we eyes should, are up here. We should be able to express ourselves freely on this podcast. <laughs> yes, free, I'm a free thinker. No, 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 no. I'm you still got to defend your nipple from last week. I'm sorry. I'm a free thinker. I'm, I'm wearing a bathing suit right now. I went to a water park today, so I'm, I'm still in my bathing suit. Well, I, I appreciate you putting a top on. Yeah, I actually wore a, a regular shirt to the to the water park today. <laughs> anyway, so welcome. back to Roseanne. Free so, the nipple. There was a there was a bit of a controversy quote unquote on Twitter that she put out an episode regarding her having uh, Muslim neighbors and she was concerned that they were uh, terrorists or something like that. Now I looked at it, I was like, eh, right, whatever. But Marcus brought up a good point that on the Carmichael show, they had an episode that had the exact same format and there was not a peep from anybody. So again, this is uh, the thing where people don't keep the same energy with two different issues. Like, if it's going to be wrong on one side, it's going to be wrong on the other side. I, I, yeah. I think there are some people that are <clears throat> legitimately mad about it, but I think the people that are mad about this episode are... People that don't watch the show. <laughs> yeah, well, pe- yeah, people that don't watch the show first off, and then the people that are upset about the TV show Blackish, which I just watched the most recent episode... This show is getting depressing. This show is getting dark. Aww. It's supposed to be funny, and it's not anymore. I don't know what's happening, but I'll say that for another time. They had an episode where they were going to talk about the anthem, Neil, for the anthem, the NFL, all this stuff. And they they shot the episode. They wrote the episode, shot it. You know, it's out there somewhere. And ABC said, no, you can't put that out. So that episode got put on the shelf. And then, you know, a few months later, the Roseanne thing pops up and they're talking about Muslims and they're terrorists and people are like, okay, so we can't talk about the NFL anthem, but we can have, you know, this person doing this show. So it's, it's kind of like, well, why can she do that? And we can't do this. And and keep in mind the show Blackish, they've talked about some heavy topics. They've talked about police brutality. They've talked about slavery. They've talked about Juneteenth. They've talked about, you know, uh, uh, have they talked about drug use? Not really drug use, but it's not your typical sitcom. Like they'll they'll go there. So them doing an episode about the anthem isn't out of the ordinary for them. But this this whole Roseanne thing, it just it just feels like people are mad because 
Blackish didn't have that opportunity to put out their episode while Roseanne is able to do this. Yeah. I mean, it's a fair I think point, with I play devil's advocate for a second, I would say that because doesn't Blackish air on ABC? Right? Yeah, you were yeah. just saying that? Yeah. And ABC has strong ties with the NFL. Yes, it does. So I think that's the I think that's probably the only reason why it got pulled. Because that of is, the ties within the network and the NFL. Versus can, something like Roseanne, they don't. Yeah, they don't I mean they don't have ties to like ESPN and NFL, but I think a lot of people are just upset that someone's like if you're upset about the actual art being censored. I feel like that's a legit concern. Like you have a legitimate reason to feel like, hey, this isn't right. Like they shouldn't be censored because ABC and ESPN and Disney are all making money off of the NFL and they're making money off of each other. So they're not trying to say or do anything that would, you know, ruffle feathers. But if you're one of those people who's out there saying like, hey, Roseanne shouldn't be out here with an episode thinking that Muslims are terrorists. Like that, I, I I don't believe those people because like, yeah. like like South Breeze said, there was an episode of the Carmichael so Carmichael show. They did the exact same premise, and I feel like if we go through a lot of TV shows, you're going to find hints of that, hints of people assuming that a Middle Eastern person is a terrorist or a taxi mm-hmm. cab driver or uh, what's the fuck the Seven uh, Eleven. You know, I mean, how well, many? Got owner. Yeah, I mean, how many times have we seen a Middle Eastern person on TV that wasn't those three things? You know, what I'm saying like they're either a terrorist, cab driver, Seven Eleven owner, and I mean, they speak on that on uh, what's that show? Uh, Aziz, uh, Master of None. They had an episode about that, about how hard it is for people like that to get actual jobs in acting without one of those three things well my thing is though i I wouldn't be if i was going to be outraged i'd be more outraged at the fact that they're reinforcing that stereotype to millions and millions of people that probably think that way mind you i didn't watch the episode so what do you mean well the way the episode is because i saw it i like roseanne i grew up watching roseanne wow i've never i've never seen a minute or an episode of roseanne but it's pretty funny. But that's what I was going to say. I didn't see the episode, so I don't know if they clean it up. But They do. So that's why I think not that many. There's backlash, but not as much. Because the way they do it is, and it's really clever because Roseanne is like a pure trumpeter and her sister isn't. Um, so they tie that into the show heavily. They, they're very, they're very involved in politics, but they get back to the subject. Um, so yeah, so they were doing the whole, you know, Muslim, they're terrorists, they're fertilizer, they're building a bomb and blah, blah, blah. But then as the episode goes on, um, she starts to talk to her neighbors more. And then she starts to learn just more about them and them being normal people. And um, there's a scene to where they go to the supermarket and the Muslim woman is using her EBT card. And, you know, the cashier is this little regular little Caucasian girl giving her all this attitude, all this size, just being completely rude and prejudiced towards her. And, you know, just being completely disrespectful. I'm not going to quote everything. And she didn't have enough on her EBT card. And then Roseanne, who is, you know, obviously a Caucasian woman, right? She's white. She also has an EBT card. And she goes to use her EBT card. 
to to help her out. What is going on? Her what is going on so, with this show? As the show, it's it's really interesting because the way the episode ties in is just kind of like, look, like we're we're still all in this together. Like she's no better than I am. Like just because she's on ABC and she's Muslim doesn't make her any lesser than me. I'm white and I'm also on ABC. Here, swipe my card. It's, you got to watch it. You got to watch it. But they do end up, the point of the matter is they do end up cleaning it up to where by the end of the episode, she understands more and she's a lot less ignorant opposed to the way the episode starts. Well, this is this is the same thing we were talking about last week. People boycotting a show that they don't even watch. Like, I, I'm not mad at the, the episode. I don't watch Roseanne. Like, I've never watched Roseanne before. Uh, if you didn't watch Roseanne saying that you're canceling it and boycotting it doesn't right. mean anything because you weren't supporting that show anyway. But if you're like, I get it. I get it. If you're Middle Eastern and you're just like, Hey, we're tired of this same uh, TV trope being portrayed about us. Like that's always, this, it's always the same episode. Like how, how long did it take before people legitimate, legitimately started caring about how the the dude on the simpsons was portrayed like that show's been on for almost 20 years no, no, 20 no, 30 years like 30 years yeah that the show's been on for, running scripted show yeah history. it's been on forever and we're just now getting to the point where people are like okay maybe this is not okay maybe we need to change something about not get rid of the character but just maybe change something about it and it's i think it's just people middle eastern people you know, there's more of them here now. They're getting into positions of, you know, power, being able to make more decisions. And they have a voice now, even with social media. You know, like, could you imagine growing up back in the 80s and you're Middle Eastern and everybody calls you a poo or whatever? It's like, that's got to yeah. be kind of annoying, like, because that's the only guy out there. So I can I can understand their grievances. Like, for me, I don't watch the show. I can't boycott a show I don't watch, like. It is. Well, it is. I mean, I guess now that they've they've shown us new side of uh, Muslim folks that are on EBT, I have never that <laughs> that threw me for a loop. Like, why is everybody in the neighborhood on EBT? Like, why? I think they I'm just very confused. Like, I think the show is just highlighting a lot of realistic happening in their platform to just show how a lot of people have more to common than you know they realize. I guess, man, but I'd be like, damn, dog, like, first we're terrorists, now we're poor, like, you could have, we could have did something, there's gonna be a traffic stop, or a cop coming by, or, I don't know, but damn, dog, we gotta be, we gotta be broke like the, ah, man, whatever, dude, so, <laughs> speaking of broke people, so, I know Marcus made it known to me about an article alleging that millennials, uh, millennials, the, the curators of avocado toast, and you know, brunches and all that stuff are apparently destroying and crippling the credit card market. So I'm not gonna lie, I didn't read the whole article, but the gist of it is that they're saying more and more millennials are not using credit cards. So what I wanna do is I'm gonna go through everybody, the, the three of us here, and let's see what your <laughs> credit cards are looking like. So, and if you use credit card, I wanna hear what you have to say. So you can add me at Southbury706 on Twitter. Or email me at AugustaWorkflow706 at gmail.com. So, L, how many credit cards do you currently own? I own three. My God. Mm. My God. 
I own three. And one of them I just got not too long ago. And all I got to say is credit karma is fake as fuck. Okay. What? Okay, we'll, we'll get to me. that. Look, it's going to slander credit karma? Credit karma got me because they made it lit. seem as though my credit was a lot lower than what it really is. So they did one of those, oh, if you open up this card, it'll help, you know, build up your credit because I didn't have that much to begin with. And they got me. So I opened up that last Amex card that I didn't even need, but I'm thinking, hey, this is going to help me build my credit. And very recently, um, I got my credit report, like the official one. I got it pulled when I'm working on some stuff. And my credit score is pretty damn fucking good. So I was like, yo, I probably didn't even need that last card. And I'm scared of debt. So the fact, that, the fact that I have three to me is a lot. I don't know. What about you guys? Well, I'm going to jump on that real quick. Credit essentially is a scam. Like, it's... At the end of the day, if... I think credit, the actual like idea of a credit score is used to, like with you, trap people mentally thinking like, oh, I can't do this or I have to have this number in order to make this purchase or buy a car, buy a house or whatever. But it's, it's more or less your finances being in order, you having good savings, stuff like that. But yeah, a little more research, you probably could have figured that out. Because even like credit card will show my score is one thing. When you go to make a purchase, it's going to be slightly lower because I think there's like three major credit bureaus and they pull from two of them or something like that. But regarding credit, man, definitely do your research. You don't have to open up a zillion credit cards to have good credit. If your credit card gets closed or your account gets closed, it's not going to ruin your credit. Your score might drop slightly, but it'll come back up in time. So don't freak out about stuff like that. So, But myself, I currently own... I think too many. No, no, no. I own three. One of them had okay, so one of them has zero balance. The other one probably has like 30 bucks on it. And the other one might have like two hundred dollars because I just bought some tickets to go somewhere. But other than that, like I try to keep them paid off as possible, if that makes sense. It's more or less now at this point for like emergencies or you know, pretty much emergencies, but you know, I, I didn't want to ask Elle what her balance are looking like. You know, she probably got some red bottoms at the house. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, I use my credit cards the most really just for my flights, like all my trips. And then that helps with mileage, building mileage points. Other than that, I don't really use them that much. Got to yeah. try to finesse, you know, some points. Yeah, I usually uh, I keep a credit card in my I keep a credit card in my car. Just for the the sake that I lose my wallet all the time. You lose your debit card all the fucking yes, time. Yes, I lose my debit card all oh the time. Oh my gosh. Or I just forget <laughs> it. So like, I get to the grocery store, I reach in my pocket, I reach out. I was like, damn, I have my. Suddenly, L, can you get my lunch? Let me stop. You know what? No <laughs> I comment. just didn't know that. Ha- that hasn't happened yet officially. No. But so I was like, damn, I have my damn debit card. I feel like going home to get it or going to work to get it. So I'll pull out my little mercy credit card and buy my little groceries or whatever and then just pay it off. But it, it's coming clutch at least six times that I had to use like that. So, uh, Marcus, how many credit cards you got, man? I have uh, one, like, credit card from the bank that I use for, like, emergencies pretty much. And I have a, I have a Best Buy credit card. I use it for the points more so, like, you know, the reward points. I just buy a DVD and then pay it off. But 
Yeah, just doing the, the credit card that I do have, I rarely use it. It's literally just for emergency purposes only. I just don't, I don't see the point of using credit cards if you don't have to. Like if you, if you don't have the money to buy it, I don't, I don't think you should buy it. I feel like that's a. I feel like that's typically where credit cards come into play, right? Like you're like, oh, I yeah. want something, but yeah. I don't have it in my debit. Well, to see that, so that's put that credit. The key word there is I want something. Yeah, you I don't need, you need it. Yeah, if I if yeah. I need it, like I'm, I, I and I don't have the money, then I have to use a credit card. But if I if I want it, I I gotta wait. Which is, you know, I feel like uh, a lot of a lot of people didn't learn about credit and credit card use and you know interest rates and all that stuff. I was school. just gonna say interest. But, yeah, but now we have we have a little bit more access to like you know information and learning about things. So it's like you start looking into credit cards and what it does, and the benefits aren't really that great. So it's kind of like, well, why why would I why would I get a credit card? Like, it doesn't make sense to have one. Yeah, it's crazy that they, the article is kind of framed as a bad thing. Like, that's actually kind of good. The kids are being smarter and not getting into a bunch of crazy things. Well, it also started off by saying that millennials are responsible for the newspaper industry being destroyed. So it's coming yeah. from that place. It's coming from a place of, like, older people who are like, these damn millennials, like, I can't get a newspaper anymore. I can't go to the library encyclopedias are dying like yeah there's a lot of okay. stuff that's, you know, a lot of stuff has changed now guy. like <laughs> yeah. we don't need it's encyclopedias anymore yeah, it's, uh, yeah but when you it also talks about it lightly which i think might be the actual answer to everything as to why millennials don't have that many credit cards it's because they're already swimming in fucking debt there's this crazy thing called student loans that you was know it's reason. graduation season right now so a lot of yes. people about to enter into a lot of debt yeah, shout out to all the, the illustrious, illustrious graduates of Howard University. Uh, Chadwick Boseman, I guess, did their uh, commencement ceremony. So that's pretty cool. Shout out to Tribbles, uh, Howard University alum. So. Shout out to Gift Coy. She graduated today. She yes. sure did. Hey, 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 Gift, hey, gift. Put, that, uh, put that gift from uh, Miss Lambella on the TL. Let everybody else see what she gave you. Oh, whoa. Hey, whoa. hey, hey. Hey, I'm what? about to text her right now. <laughs> yes. So, what y'all legit? What did Slim get? <laughs> hey, put man. on the timeline. Expose. Put on the t- hey, expose. Hashtag expose. <laughs> but yeah, definitely. Um, even with the the college graduation season, I saw somebody retweet there was something really cool uh, talking about. It's not. There's nothing wrong with like going to community college, right? Because at the end of the day, as long as you get the degree. It doesn't matter, for the most part, where you got it from or how much it costs. Like I heard a story of a of a married couple. They were both uh, nurses. They had their BSNs, their bachelor's in nursing, and both their degrees were well over a hundred thousand dollars. Now, mind you, you can get a degree to be a nurse, to be a RN, to a BSN for under forty grand. Like, why is it necessary for you and your wife to be almost $300,000 in debt to get a degree you can get for less money? It might not have the the shiny, you know, University of Florida or University of Miami or University of Ohio. But at the end of the day, y'all are both going to end up working at the same place, except one of you going to be in an uns, unsurmountable. Damn, is that a word? Surmountable? I don't know. Hmm. 
an unconquerable, yeah, there we go, an unconquerable amount, I don't know if that's word either, amount of debt. Well, the other person <laughs> Just stop talking. Just shout, stop. Shout, out to, shout out to Black Hennessy. Hey. Uh, hey. But uh, yeah, like just, just really be smart, man. Be smart. Like it's cool to be lit, like, hey, I graduated from this school, but think, think about the future, man. Definitely. I was going to say, with certain degrees, I don't know if nursing is one of them, does it matter? I know certain ones when you're going in for interviews and such, obviously if you're coming from a more prestigious university or well-known university, it holds weight on a resume. Does that really apply in nursing? Does that matter typically? Uh, I I'd be curious if they ask if that if that matters. I'd want to know if they ask for that person's GPA. Because like, what if I what if this what if this nursing right. candidate went to Princeton, but they graduated with a is two point eight? Is that a failing? Is that failing? Three point Is that good? Three oh, I mean, for Princeton, that's like yeah. yeah. You graduate from Princeton with a three but someone graduated from, I don't know, what's a, a more not prestigious college like uh, FAMU. Yeah, FAMU. And they graduated with like a, is there, is it, can you get like higher than a 4.0? Because I feel like I've heard that before. Yeah. So someone gets Why like, they, they graduate from FAMU well, in high school you can. with a 4.8. Are they going to be like, well, this person went to Princeton, so we got to take them more seriously. It's like, how much does that really matter? I guess probably not at all. When when you get in a car accident and you're bleeding out, I'm sure you're not going to say, "Hey, Miss Nurse Lady, did you go to Princeton or University of Florida?" Because if you went to Princeton, I want you to save me. That's after she's already hired. He or she's already hired. We're talking about before that. I mean, but regardless, regardless, in this in that situation, you, you're really not going to care where they went to school. Can you save my life? That's absolutely well, really all that not. They don't. So, they don't care where you, the people. They don't care where you went to school at. They do care about your race, though, because I did see that. I was. I was gonna say. <laughs> I was gonna say. They're like, "Oh, you're Asian. Get away from me. I need a white man to work on me." <laughs> well, not even that. When you. Oh my god. <laughs> they said that. The racist podcast is I've back. Seen that. <laughs> We're back in the building. I've I heard stories. I've heard stories about that. But in terms of like the hiring in the HR department, you know, you got to fill their quotas and to have a certain amount of certain ethnicities always on staff at all times. We need to have a percentage at least of this much African-American, this much Caucasian, this much Hispanic, this much, and so on and so forth. I've seen that in major companies. So, and same thing um, also with veterans. You need to have this many uh, veterans employed at all times using that veterans preference thing. But yeah, I, I just found that interesting. Shout out to all the grads or whatever. So we're, we're going to take a quick pause and uh, shout out to all the mothers celebrating Mother's Day. Uh, yeah. Shout out to y'all because without y'all, none of us would be here speaking. So congrats. Very you know, true. maybe uh, one day when Elle's DMs aren't so dry, she might have the opportunity to become a mother as well. So listen, <laughs> first of all, second of all, who's going to want to get. Who, who says I want to give somebody my DMs a fucking baby? That's <laughs> down. Down. Third of all, I have a beater. So it's not puppy mom's day. So don't thank me or, or anything like that. I'm just saying I'm okay. Is don't puppy, worry is, about me. Is puppy mom's thing an actual, is that a day? Is that a thing for real? I'm pretty sure there is. There's fucking jeans day where they national jeans day. I don't see why they would be a national puppy mom day. Hmm. So the the real question is: Are the DMs open? Yes or no? Are the DMs open or not? Nah? I'm not entertaining anything right now. Mm. Yeah. 
Okay, fair enough. But yeah, shout, shout out to your mom. Shout out to uh, Elle's mom. She's an excellent cook. Oh, so. I was going to tell you. So today I was um, adobaling the, the panin. I was seasoning the panin because tomorrow is going down. I'm cooking the pork. I'm doing Mother's Day feast. Or I'm doing all the cooking tomorrow from breakfast, which she doesn't know unless she just heard me. From breakfast, <laughs> I don't know about lunch because we don't really eat lunch in this house. But I definitely got it down from the rice to the potato salad to the penne, the pork shoulder. It's going down. Okay, well, good, good, good luck with that. But real quick, we did. I know I had a good question that I put on Twitter. Follow me at Sapri706. Uh, I put as a question of the day, do you have to do something for your baby's mama on Mother's Day? Like, yes. Okay. I mean, well. But you're guy, married to your baby moms. So what if you're broken up? No, no, no. no. I mean, no, no, that doesn't count. I'm talking about like, like, yeah, I'm talking about legit baby mama. Like, we don't live in the same house. We got yeah. problems. Yeah. I think you do. I, I mean, if I, I feel like if you love your kids, you do you do something for the mother of your child. If you love your kids, but if you, if no, you, if, no, no, I don't if think this, that if this your kids, she's out there wilding like. Nah, if this woman, I'm not saying you gotta you know go all out, you know, like get her a diamond necklace. But if you love your kids, show the woman that gave birth to your kids some appreciation on her day. Uh, I'm, I'm saying like you can get her a card. I'm not saying buy. I'm not saying go out of your way. You know, go through. You know, don't go into debt. But like, if it's a woman that you don't have that strong of a relationship with, but y'all just happen to have a kid together, there's nothing wrong with taking a minute out of your day to get her a card or to let her know, like, hey, appreciate you for popping out this baby, and fuck you for until next year. Well, I'm Ooh, just saying, like, I just what thought of she, another question. I'm just saying, if she hit you with, with hot grits the week before, like, I don't know. I understand, I understand that. I understand that. But oh, I mean, they might have to pass on that. It's not for Hot. If somebody hit me with hot grits, I'd be child as I want to. Like, who's gonna hit you with right. fucking hot grits? In a in a hypothetical situation, you know, with the baby's mother, you could get hit with hot grits or boiling water. You know, things or stabbed in the hand. That too, that could happen. So, I mean, so I wonder, I wonder if girls, if a girl's dating a guy who has a baby mother, and he does get her something, maybe say flowers or small something, if the girls get upset with the guy. Absolutely. Case, I why? Case, case closed. Yeah, because, I mean, because women are crazy. That's that's what they're So does it, it. So I say that. I, well, I switch it, and I'm going to reverse the question a little bit. So if you're in a new relationship, do you change your answer in terms of celebrating Mother's Day with your baby moms? I don't think you have to see. I I don't think you have to celebrate. Not celebrate, with her. not celebrate it with her, but get her something, a card. How you say a card, or maybe a small token, just an appreciation. I, do you still do it if you're in a new relationship? I feel like if you explain it in a mature way, like I just did, I don't, I don't think. Well, like if I say me and you were together, and I have two kids, and I'm like, hey, she gave me kids. I'm buying her these flowers as a token of my appreciation for the kids that I, that I love. Is that like mm -hmm. that's what I'm doing? Are you fine with that? Like, are you gonna be like, how dare you buy flowers for her? What are you thinking? Like, how would you take that? So, I don't think I would care. But 
at the same time, you have to think about that. I would. There's more to it. You have to think about the relationship. Like yeah. I could easily say, yeah, no, of course, get her something. That's the kid's mom. Then be mature about it. But then if she's also out there popping reckless, you know, talking about me and this and third, dragging my name through the mud and yes. other shit, then I'm gonna be a lot more less inclined that, to have to go yeah. out and buy her I, anything. And, and that's and that, that, that and that's understandable. <laughs> that's understandable. Now, it, I yeah. I feel like if someone was to say like, hey. I'm going to spend the entire day with my baby's mom. That's a problem. Like, that could That's be. I don't. I don't. I. I don't know about that. That's going to be harder to 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 pass because it's like you know. There's. Unless there's we're obviously all something celebrating there. together with the kids. Yeah. That we're going to go to the park. Everybody's together, or no, yeah, not I, not to I spend mean, the whole day. I, I I don't I don't think there's anything wrong with getting the mother of your kids something. Like any, like even a text message, I feel like that's the least you could do. That's the very least you could do. If you can't, I do agree. That, I, if you, agree. I mean, if you can't do that, then y'all weren't mature enough to be. I think that's pretty anyway. fucked up. I <laughs> honestly, if 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 I'm with you, and there's no bad blood between that that woman and myself or whatever, and it's Mother's Day and you didn't even at least text her like, "Hey, Happy Mother's Day," I'm gonna look at you a type of way. Like that, honestly, I'm gonna look at you a type of way. Like you really not gonna just say fucking happy Mother's Day as thank you. You really not gonna do that? Mm. Yeah. Well, shout shout to all the moms out there. So I don't really care about sending baby mamas nothing. I don't have one. So well, you don't have one. <laughs> allegedly. 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 So, <laughs> yes. Uh, so yeah, moving on, moving on, moving on. Speaking of mothers. So I didn't click this link, but I, I found this to be a little bit interesting. So I know L actually watched this video, whatever it was. So Jada Pinkett Smith, I guess the premise of the video was she was meeting with her husband's former wife that I guess she yes. helped break up their marriage. And I, I'm reading that she- That marriage had to have already been broken. From what I from from what I read, they weren't divorced yet, but they weren't together. Like the divorce right. wasn't final, so they were technically still married. Yeah. So I, I'm I saw that uh, Jada Pinkett Smith apologized to her for this. Look, I mean, I I get it if you want to, you know, clear your conscience or whatever. I don't necessarily see the reason you have to do that in public. To me, that that's that screams to be a little bit disingenuous. But I don't know. I can't judge her heart or whatever, but I just found that kind of strange. I feel like something you do in private with a glass of wine, you laugh about it, make some jokes, but I mean, you don't push your, your essentially your dirty laundry out for millions of people to see and be involved with, if that makes sense. But yeah. I'll let Elle break it down more because, I, like I said, I didn't watch the video. So, so the video isn't just a random mess, like, let's just sit down, I'm going to record this type thing. This is a part of her her mother, her daughter's new Facebook show. They're starting, it's a whole new thing with Facebook to where they're actually hosting. It's a talk show. So she has different guests. Uh, one of the ones I can't wait to hear that they were giving little sound bites to was about her and Gabrielle Union. Apparently they were beefing for like 17 years. Nobody knows, nobody knew what's happened. Nobody knows why. They even forgot why and they started to talk about it. And the whole premise of their talk show is a place of healing and growing as women. And from the different generations, from the younger generation, her daughter, herself, and her mother. 
So to get back to this interview here, I think it was also just about the healing and the growing process in terms of talking with Will's ex-wife. And they did more than just talk about, you know, how she started dating him while they were together and everything, but just how nasty it got. You know, I was just talking about baby mamas and all of that. They were talking about that because he has a son. His eldest son is from that previous marriage. Mm-hmm. So they was talking about that. And uh, I thought it was a really interesting interview. You got to watch it. It was a really interesting interview. I'm going to pass. <clears throat> First of all, having a beef with Gabriel Union for 17 years is kind of crazy. Like, that's. It was like a little silent little thing. Like, they apparently just did not like each other. I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to figure out where they're at. They're, they'd be in the same circles. Because I know. I mean, Gabriel they're Union, actresses. I mean, I know they're both black actresses, but I feel that uh, Jada Pinkett Smith probably makes a lot more money than Gabrielle Union does. I know Gabrielle Union is probably in those circles now because of her connection to her husband, Dwayne Wade. Yeah, well, think about Gabrielle Union's her early on career. They kind of started off not around the same time, but they were still going probably at the same roles, at the same auditions. That's possible. That makes sense. But also with that, it's funny how you say that. It's crazy how uh, they kind of, this is typical with the media, they, they pulled a faster, just like last week with the Kanye West interview. They only picked the most intriguing, clickbaity part of that article or that show, the post. You clearly just said there's way more interesting things and more positive things in there to talk about. But yeah. the thing that caught everybody's attention, to include myself on Twitter, was the one part that I mentioned, so... It's got to be careful. Yeah, like they went at it. Like they was talking about how Jada sounds like she was a little bitch back then. It really, because she was all, um, I forgot her name, but Will's ex-wife. She mentioned something like, "Oh, you know, remember you're in the house that I picked out." And then Jada was like, "Well, it's my house now." I was like, "Oh my gosh, the shades, these women had. It was just, it was ugly." And then Will had to intervene and then let her know, like, "Hey." This is the mother of my son. This is the mother of my child. Like, we can't have all this bantering and going back and forth and, you know, just complete disrespect. Like, he really had to step in. And eventually, over the years, obviously, they became cool and learned how to co-parent and whatnot. And it was it was really nice. It was a really nice interview. I wanted this before or after they became swingers, allegedly. That, that's that's uh... I'm gonna say before, <laughs> not alleged, and it's not, I don't think it's alleged because she said it in an interview before. Hey, you turn up, turn up, turn up. I, I don't remember like that's I, how they basically, basically, I've heard, that's I've how they're rebels. still married. Hey, you know, we're gonna we're gonna take a take a side trip with that. <laughs> Look, <laughs> in, in 2018, with the age of technology, man, I that's I feel that could be. More of a accepted thing, man. I mean, people are already doing that kind of stuff, but if you look at like the marriage rates, success rates in this country, uh, last that I heard is about what 50 51 percent. I just feel like don't get married. Hmm, that's that's interesting. Why, why do you feel that way? I'm curious because if you can't, if you can't truly commit to somebody 100 percent, don't get married, and it's okay if you can't. It's okay if you can't because well, this is something I had a discussion with my friend recently. There's a lot of marriages around like a friends of mine that I know who are not surviving a year, two years, three years, and suddenly it's just like down the fucking drain. It's so sad. It's like well, everybody around me is getting divorced. 
Well, let me ask you this. I feel that it's, how can I word this? So, uh, uh, all right, pull like this. So like in 2018, we don't have to go outside and kill cows to get dinner or whatever. We don't have to go hunt chickens, stuff like that. We go to the grocery store, right? Mm-hmm. So you evolve with the times. Back in 1932, when I lived on a, a farm and the only five women I knew were in my three mile radius, then, and this is not an independent thought, but it's like, okay, well, these are the only five women I've ever seen in my life. So I'm going to marry one of these people. And it's like, okay, cool. That's who you marry there 50 years. Fast forward to 2018. You literally have access to women all across the, the globe with the click of a mouse or the flick of your thumbs on your phone. So I, I think it makes it a little a little harder these days for people to really well, you know fully commit because I can be everywhere. Yeah. yeah, and again, it's different from like I said, the cat on the farm back in the fifties, where it's like, all right, cool, this is a that's such an extreme and dramatic it's, it's, no, example. It's not. Okay, well, it, you the, go to the sixties. The the, okay. the the age of marriage has has a, a increased a little bit. Like way back in the day, people were getting married at like. 14 and 15. Now yeah. people are waiting until they're like mid 30s, early 40s to get married. Like you don't, there's no rush to get married anymore because yeah. you know, women can get, women can provide for themselves. Now back then, you know, women couldn't get, they couldn't vote. They didn't have any real uh, trades. They right. couldn't get work. So it's like, all right, how are we going to survive? Okay, let me attach myself to a man at 14 so I can live. You know what I'm saying? And now as time and changes, also, as we evolve. Let me, they were getting sold, you know, to yeah, these, these that. men. Yeah. You know what I mean? And Trading they, didn't, for, they didn't have a say. Yeah, getting traded. Here's you could take my daughter if you give me this land. Um, is really how it used to work initially back in the day, which is kind of fucked up and twisted. Yeah. I mean, and then it, there's also as time went on, it became, well, let me get married just to get out this fucking house. Yep. That was a big one back in like the 60s, 70s, even some of the 80s. There's there are there are a lot of women in their 30s right now who are just like they're not even thinking about marriage because they're doing what they they're trying to they're accomplishing their they're basically being men. You know what I'm saying? Like men yeah. back in the day, like men were like, let me focus on my career, let me focus on making money, let me do all this, and what? maybe I'll get married and you know have a someone to to take care of the house. Now women are in a position to be like, I don't need to get married. I don't need a man to do this. That's if you're if you're a straight woman. Like there's obviously other women who date women or whatever that you know deal with that. But there, there's no there's no need now in 2018 for a woman. You damn to get right. Married. I don't need a man for shit. Lies told on here. <laughs> but no. I mean that's not a Fuck that's you. not a that's new the truth. That's not a new concept though, because like there was the whole thing with uh professional black women that were so career driven that by the time they got, you know, did what they wanted to do, they were kind of just out the loop or they couldn't find a man that was in there kind of what that's they thought. Yeah. It, it, it's kind of like a get you an Asian man. Yes, and I was just about to say it's kind of like that sort of insecure where old girl was, uh, you know, she didn't want to date the lawyer, but she was dating the the dude that was married or whatever. Like it's it's kind of hard. It's perceived to be hard for you know professional women to find somebody that's on their level. And I know uh, Slim Bella shout out to her. She posted one day on Twitter talking about 
as a man, would you be mad if your girlfriend or spouse significant other made more money than you? And I'm like, why? I would. I, I'm trying to get in that situation. My significant other makes more money than me. Some why would guys you be mad? are definitely intimidated by that. At the end of the day, like the lights are getting paid by the same people. We're all in the same house. Like you're not going to be like me like, up in the house. Like it's a, it's a power struggle for some people. Yeah, that I get living. that. I just that. like you know you you tell her what you tell her to do something. She's like, I ain't doing shit. I, I pay for this stuff. You do it. You know what I'm saying? Like stuff like that happens. It's like uh, mm-hmm. the only thing is all, all you have to do to resolve that is when y'all go out to dinner, just make sure she slides you her debit card. You, just give it, <laughs> you give it to the people and look like you pay. That's all you gotta do. It's not, okay. it's not that big of a deal. It's, you know, just play the game. But look, I don't think it's that it's that crazy. But I know, oh, you're saying like I said, relationships kind of seem like they're. Uh, not the business. And again, I, I'm not saying you need a, a man for anything, but human beings are, are not meant to be alone per se. I know it's right. the, the great so my, answer, but my I'm ideology, not, sorry to cut you off. Good. But my ideology of marriage, it hasn't changed based off of, you know, the women's role or just where I am in terms of being a professional woman and such like that and not needing a man and blah, blah. I know that, but it's more so. I just feel as though we're always doing so much growing from your early 20s, mid 20s, late 20s, your 30s. There's a lot changing. And then if you are more adventurous and such, you know, you're going to continue to do more things to where you're growing more, having new life experiences. And if the partner that you're with can't grow with you, that might be an issue. Like you guys might outgrow each other. So that's why I feel as though marriage maybe can you know, just be put on hold a little bit. Not to say, no, I don't want a serious relationship or anything like that. But the idea of being married before you're fully grown and have experienced what you wanted out of life or you think you want out of life right now, it's hard to to match that up with somebody full time. Well, and the thing with that is just from what limited knowledge I have about, you know, one of my but like it's it's kind of hard for women to have the mentality because y'all have a biological clock. You know what I'm saying? Like a guy can have kids until it's like 70s, maybe 80s. Like women can't do that. So it's kind of hard to kind of, in my opinion, I feel it'd be. A well, bit yeah, more some women have that pressure. Yeah, because like at some point, yeah, you can be doing all the growing you want, but like if you know that you want a family at some point, and you want to have like your own kids not adopt, you know that there's kind of like hey the clock is ticking. I have to make moves at some point. So Sometimes that kind of changes women the just dynamic. settle. That's, that's, kind I mean, fucked up. yeah, I mean, mm, I, uh, I that's like in, um, <laughs> not exactly, but black ink crew, fucking sky was going don't around. Looking about that. For, <laughs> so what? Sky was going around looking for a fucking sperm, a sperm donor because she wanted to have a baby. But she wasn't in a relationship with anybody. And it was just, you know, how this is all fake. But she made a friend who was a gay guy, but she just felt like he clicked all the right boxes in terms of, like, his builds, blah, 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 personality, and they really hit it off. And then she was going to do, like, an insemination party. <laughs> and then he ended up being in the bathroom with another dude. Oh, man. Oh, you you wow. just know it was so fun. Right. Which he wasn't supposed to do, obviously, right? Because she needs his goods. I mean, in order to be he, inseminated. The, the power top, power bottom. <laughs> what was his role in this? 
he was he was receiving. <laughs> there we go. There you go. Man's so, game. There you go. There you go. Equal, equal opportunity. Man's game. Oh man. Yeah, 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 like yeah. Was at least a nice establishment. It was like a McDonald's or something like that. Right? It was at the tattoo shop. Oh. oh. <laughs> He definitely has Messi. hepatitis now. <laughs> Messi, I think that's what it was, 25th. Yeah, oh. shout out to Harlem. Oh. But just to, just to wrap that up, though, do you not think that the concept or the idea of marriage shouldn't evolve the times? Like, I always had the idea that, let's put it like this, if it's not really improving, and I have to check the numbers, the most recent numbers, but if it's not getting better, you know, you know the the saying with insanity is doing the same thing over and over, expecting different results. Do you think it should evolve the times? Like, for example, maybe you should do your marriage like an NBA contract or NFL contract. Like, hey, we're gonna sign a four year deal. These are my expectations for these four years. Because, like, you gotta look at it. That's even worse. No, it's not. No, it's not. It's not worse. It's not worse. worse. I'm just saying at the end of the contract, it's like, hey, you know, I, I think I'm gonna hit the free agency market and uh you know try something different. No, no hard That's feelings. That's so fucked. Don't the, even bother. I'm just saying married, the, bro. But then what's, so why are you getting married? I'm not saying I'm just saying it's just an idea. You gotta try new things, free thinking. This, 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 this is the way this is the way this is the consciousness. This is the stream of consciousness. We're on the free thinking wave. No. No, if I'm you're going saying, into the marriage already expecting a way out and expiration, it's not a way it's out. Not ready. It's not. It's not a way married. out. It's not a way out. It's just. It's just an idea. I mean, what's the difference between that and a prenup, though? Mm. Like, I mean, it is a way out. You know, people can go their separate ways. No, you know. Shout out to Janet Jackson. Hey, God damn, she finessed that deal. Yeah, she did. With the yeah. way that. Like, what was it like if she stayed with him for four years and they got a divorce? She'd get like 50 million and she stayed for four years and a day was like, I'm gone. I'm like, damn, dude. Damn. Oh, she's not stupid. I'm just she's saying, true. like, I think it, I think it could keep people, because you know how it is. And not even just marriage, has been in relationships in general. Like, you know, I know it's been like uh, eight years since you've been in a relationship, El, but you know, oh fuck you. Initially, when you meet somebody, fuck you. It, things are a bit different when you meet them versus when you've been them been with them for a while. So it kind of says, "Hey, you know, this is what we have lined up," and it kind of keeps them on that level. So, for example, if your significant other, uh, I don't know, took you out to eat once a month or something like that, or brought you flowers every other Friday. You're like, hey, I want you to maintain these standards for after this four years, we've got to look at some things and chop some things up because he can say, hey, guess what? You're my girlfriend. You're my wife now. Uh, you know what? I'm just going to stop uh, combing my hair. I'm going to stop going to the gym. Uh, People do smoking. that. They let themselves and, go. And that's, what, yes. and that's what I'm saying. That, that's an idea that like, hey, you know what? I have a contract. I, I kind of got to keep up some standards or even not even like physical things like, hey, be like, you know, uh, hey, I thought you said you want to go back to school to finish your degree or finish this project. Oh, well, you know, I'm married now. I got a kid or I just don't feel like doing it. And there's nothing you could do about it because we're married and it's till death do us part or whatever. I would like some people. Idea. I would like to see someone try this. This I'm, in, I'm <laughs> actually interested look, look, in this look, now. Uh, I mean, I what you're hey, saying. I'm at HBO. Communication. I, we can make a TV show. We can make this a show. We Let's can make try this a reality happen. show. We can yeah. make this happen. I'm Scott, holla at your boy. No. <laughs> we can make it happen. Communicate. Communicate. That That's all it is. Just communicate. If you fell in love with somebody for how they are at that point in time, and then you feel as though that... 
in my opinion, that's automatically the standard. And you either go above it, but you don't go below that. You know what I mean? Like, you don't start regressing. Like, you don't start going backwards. You don't, you don't start getting sloppy, letting yourself go or anything like that. Because that's not who they fell for. Because that's not what you would expect of your, of your mate. So, and if you see something like that is changing, then that's when you just got to communicate. That's it. Man, this is really turning into a relationship podcast today. I but see. Appreciate y'all listening. But, 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 let's keep it a buck. Let's let's keep it a ooh. Should I tell that story? I'm not gonna tell that story. Tell it. Tell it. I'm not gonna do that. Damn. It's my business? No, it's not. No. Okay. You, you, that you like to you, talk about my you, business. You have no business to tell. But not at the moment. Uh okay, so you say communication, right? Yeah. All right, cool. If I said, hey, L, you look fucked up today. You're like, oh my God. I can't believe you just oh, come on. We're doing this again. Yes, yes, we are. <laughs> you can't, you, you can't ask for something. Then when you get it, you're like, oh, well, that, and then well, you, you gotta be like, respectful. Just because you can okay. doesn't mean that you gotta be disrespectful. Okay, of course, nobody in a relationship would ever say that, but something very light could come off you that bracelet. A little bit it, more subtle. <sighs> Or you if you see like if you see your girls, if you see, listen, 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 you could throw little things like if you see that your girl's just like constantly in sweats now, and normally she's like a heels and a dress type of girl, and she ain't doing nothing anymore. That's when you like buy her a new dress. Like here you go, babe, and then you know like little hints like that. I think that's a good way. But before it even gets to that point, that's when you should communicate. Like, this is what I like about you. Y'all don't have those conversations. What I like about you is why I'm in love with you, blah, blah, blah. Even though that might sound a little bit materialistic, you know, but you if that's part of what you love about that person, and then you should communicate that with them amidst all the other qualities that they have. Fair enough, fair enough. Well, that's did I just set you up, or did you just... No, I, I really just anymore. feel like going to the next topic because I stopped Yeah, yeah, you just fuck you. Okay. You know what? This, this actually is a great segue to the next topic. So y'all that aren't on Twitter, uh, if you're on Facebook or just look at Yahoo or whatever, boss, you'll probably see the story. If you're on Facebook, you'll see a story about three or four weeks. But if you're on boss, you probably see it already. So long and short, there was these uh, Twitter pen pals they were calling each other. Pretty much there was a young lady. She was in a textual relationship with a guy on how, Twitter. How young? It wasn't young. I mean, oh, fuck, I don't know. They were in their that 20s. That matters. No, it wasn't no R. Kelly stuff. I mean, they were like adults. So they were on Twitter. They're, you know, having racy texts. The guy was allegedly sending uh, lewd photos of himself to the young lady. And, you know, it was one of those things like, hey, you know, that's my boo on Twitter or whatnot. So the young lady happened to be on Facebook one day and said, you know, the people you know or people you should follow and happened to be the guy that was on Twitter. Messy. Guy, Guy ended up being married. So she was like, ooh. So you know, typical woman. She got her feelings, and she don't decided to. Fuck you! Don't decide to. Ex- woman. She decided to expose him on the timeline. So she was showing text and screenshot and stuff. You know, you know, you know, the typical run the mill. Like, oh, you meet small, you're ugly, you're short, all that jazz. I'm gonna tell you so why. Petty. Yeah, all, all the petty, all the petty petty stuff. My question to you guys listening, and I'd love to hear your responses. <sighs> When is it appropriate and not appropriate to screenshot and expose people? Because at the end of the day, like the next day, she was saying, <laughs> the next day she was like, you know what? 
I really didn't gain anything from what I did yesterday as far as disposing no gentlemen. Because I mean, she was in a relationship too, so like, I don't know what she was thinking. Wow. Yeah. But like, in 2018, nothing is gone forever. Like, just because you delete those tweets, it's like been screenshotted by a million people already. So you kind of got to have low level head with making that decision. So, like, is, is that okay? I think you'd be held criminally liable for certain stuff like that, correct? Was she showing his meat? I did not look that far. So, okay. I'm not sure. Let's I think that's the only way it'll it. become criminal. Yeah. Otherwise, not. It's just messy and immature. He said, he said it got to the point, or she said it got to the point that, and this is a hey, tactic. If you're out here being sloppy in the DMs or in messages, mm-hmm. what you do is what she said he did was he was texting her with his, her address or phone number in the text so she couldn't screenshot it. I was like, eh, I felt she was lying though, because you can like take a screenshot, just like edit stuff out of it, like with the, yeah, like, you know, scribble on it. So she might, she might have been, get up. Yeah, so she might have been lying just for some some cloud in the timeline, but yeah, the the whole screenshot thing is kind of crazy. Screenshots are for emergencies only. You, everybody has screenshots. Screenshots, I feel like only really come out when it's like, oh word, like you have to defend yourself heavy. Not like on some petty Betty shit like her. She's mad because her, her Twitter boo, which is fucking fake, the whole family. I mean, you are that kind of that's fucked up on him, but you you didn't meet him, you didn't really mess to him, you didn't have a, a legit relationship with him, and you also had your own relationship with somebody else. So you're not that much better than he is, and it's all fake anyway. So get out your feelings. Mm-hmm. Sounds about right. Marcus. And then she regretted it, and then she's probably a fucking Pisces. So hey, whoa, hey. Let's, let's yeah. slow up. Slow Look at you right Pisces. now. Look at you right slow now. Slow up with the Look Pisces right slander, now. please. Let's not slander <laughs> my my zodiac sign that I don't believe in. Uh, as far as screenshots, man, it's... I mean, it it's almost like a last resort. It's almost like a Hail Mary, like okay, I got this on you. And I, I feel like a lot of people go to it really early. Like, they use that no. as, like, I their... got ammo, bro, like, for fucking years old. Just but see, that's, that's kind of petty, too. Like, why, why are you holding <laughs> on to that stuff? I mean, it's it's like, uh, it's a secret weapon. It's like, yo, it's like the big joker. It's like, hey, I'm, yeah. I gotta hold, I gotta, or that draw four that you got. Like, you just hold <laughs> on to it. If I gotta, yeah. if I gotta bust your ass with this, I'm gonna bust, I'm gonna bust your ass with this if I got to. <laughs> you know, like, if you need it, you got, if, if you feel like you gotta have it, you gotta have it. Like, do I have any, I don't think I have any screenshots. I don't, I feel like I don't. I feel like but. there was just really one occasion that was heavy enough where it warranted the screenshots to where I was like, okay, if something's going to blow up in my phone. And I mean, I don't have it on my phone. Right? It's probably like, probably on this old ass laptop I have here, honestly, or completely gone, but I'm pretty sure I could find it. Yeah, if you're relying on that computer bringing back whatever you have on it, that thing is gone forever. Like, whatever's no, on that computer, whatever's on that computer is gone. Yo, know, I found just 2010. Like, that's how old this is. Mm-hmm. It works. Mm-hmm. It's just, it has to do with a setting. Yeah, it works. It works. In the thing. Look, I went to Google to learn how to troubleshoot it, so I'm going to practice. 
Yeah. It so. works. Again, just. Yeah. yeah, I don't keep screenshots. I screenshot stuff on Twitter just to be funny or just call people out when they yeah. when they contradict themselves. But like, uh, the the thing is with screenshots is it's it's kind of like uh, it's kind of like if you have a good friend. Like, even though every... Hmm. Hmm. Just say it. I don't know. I'm not a word it. People talk, people talk to people differently, about people differently around other people. Like, depending on how comfortable they are, right? Okay. Or, so, okay, you can be like, hey, you know, you say, it's more tongue-in-cheek with people you're close to. But let's say you're like that in text and you say something that's maybe a half joke or half true, but now they screenshot it and show it to somebody else who is not going to receive that as a joke. Now they're mad. It's like, bro, like, what are you doing, dog? Like, are you really doing this? You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel this, I feel it's a sign of immaturity because at the end of the day, you really have nothing to gain, if that makes sense. But I guess it just depends on what you're screenshotting and what you would use it for. This yeah. girl, in my opinion, definitely used it very immaturely. That was just, it was pointless. Oh, she was definitely doing it for retweets. Yeah. yeah, she was doing that for retweets. Because it's like, okay, so th- this this guy that you liked is actually married. And you're going, you're going to volunteer that information to the rest of us. Right. Most people, most people would take... Yeah, most people would take that to the grave or talk to their close friends about that. You don't share that with a bunch of strangers talking about, oh, I'm about to expose him. Well, by you exposing him, you're exposing yourself also. Mm-hmm. You're making yourself look stupid too. Yeah. So just, just, I mean, I, I understand the retweets get to go and your notifications get popping. You're like, oh man, you start chasing a little bit. But look how instantly. I look how instant she regretted it. Didn't didn't take Next long day. for her to. It, at, at the at the end of the day, she said that he gained more followers than she did. There like through all of this. Wow, and that's what. It, wow, that. Like, how much got, money? Did, how much money did y'all make up off them off them followers? Just let me know. Please let me know. Send me, send <laughs> me the copy. Do you make show. money? Who? You don't make money off of that. I mean, if you're smart, you can, but. That's another conversation for another day. Yeah, I mean, if I feel like if someone's if someone's on the internet like lying on you, like telling blatant lies, and you can go through texts or whatever and be like, "Hey, I like didn't get say Queen that. saying that I didn't hit her up for Cinco de Mayo, and ooh, I did." Ooh, ooh. Talk Come about on, it. I, I, I on, her gra- on her graduation day, you gonna do this? On her graduation <laughs> day, damn. By the time she hears it, it won't be her graduation day. Listen. I literally just dropped that real quick and then just kept about my fucking day. I didn't even go back till like three days later. I was like, oh, that's usually how your Twitter experience goes. You get (laughs) on there for a day and then you're gone for a week. Yeah, yeah. My once a week tweet. tweet. Yeah. Hey, man, don't miss your blessings in the DM, man. (laughs) Might be something in there waiting for you. You know what I'm saying? Just, you know, just be blessed at all times. But just a reminder that. We are now a part of the Kids Wear Crowns Collective, which can be found yes. at thekidswearcrowns.com. Yeah. Shout out to, uh, to Ryan. I think he's uh, interested in possibly being <laughs> our fancy football league for the podcast. Yo, you are so fucking messy, Marcus. Do what? You're already tweeted. <laughs> what did I do? You're so, you're so fucking messy. <laughs> Yo, so we, we have uh, four more slots for our fancy football league. <laughs> 
Uh, first place is going to be $300 cash. Second place, $150 cash. And third place is a bottle of white or regular Hennessy for you dusty, dirty Negroes and uh, Caucasians out there that drink that dirty water. I still don't understand how that poll, like, first of all, shout out to Gift Queen who swears that I lost something because the, the, the raggedy people on Twitter prefer regular Hennessy over white Hennessy, which makes absolutely no sense. Me and my homeboy Gary determined that most of the people that voted in that poll have never had white Hennessy, so uh, you know. Probably. Shouts, shouts Man, the- I mix some some mini white with a sangria mix. Fucking amazing. Spoken by a true alcoholic, so. I'll be okay with third place. Let's put it that way. <laughs> so if you're interested in joining the league, just hit me up at Southbury706. Hit, hit the DMs. There's no entry fee at all. You just need to sign up, be serious, and uh, get ready to talk some trash. Be prepared to come in second place. Uh, yeah, I think I'm only going to do two leagues this year. I got my big money league, and I'll do this one. So shout out to, uh, shout out to Fantasy Football. Uh, what else? What else? What else? All right. So this is going to be the new segment. Uh, it's going to be this week in cancel culture. So in this week in cancel culture, Yay! we have uh, <laughs> we have Robert Kelly, uh, also known as R. Kelly, who huh? has R. Kelly, who has now been like, huh? uh, shut up. He's been <laughs> he has officially been canceled. Uh, you have radio stations pulling his music off the airways. Uh, what Spotify is taking him off Spotify, so you can't stream R. Kelly no more. So. Uh, yeah, he's he's quote unquote canceled. The thing is with that is, and I, and I said this on Twitter too as well, that once you start canceling people, it is a very 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 slippery slope. So, on Twitter, Triple uh, X or XXX Temptation, his team they posted on Spotify if they're going to remove R. Kelly, then they should remove the following list of people. You have Gene Simmons of Kiss. Uh, it says sexual battery, red hot chili peppers, sexual assault, David Bowie, rape allegations, real estate, sexual misconduct, Backstreet Boys, Nick Carter, sexual assault, Ozzy Osbourne. Fake Dem- news. Ace of Base, founding member is a neo Nazi. Seal, sexual battery. Jimmy Page of Led Zeppelin, rape of a minor. James Brown, domestic violence. Michael Jackson, sexual abuse of a minor. Miles Davis, domestic violence. Sid Vicious of Sex Pistols, domestic violence and murder. Oh my God. God damn. Shit. I need to look that one up. Uh, 6ix9ine, sexual misconduct with a minor. Nelly, sexual assault. Miguel, sexual misconduct. Trey Songs, domestic violence. Fabulous. Fake news. Fake news. Domestic Miguel violence. would never. And Dr. Dre, never say what anybody will never do. Dr. Dre, domestic violence. So, yes. So, if we're going to pull R. Kelly off and cancel R. Kelly, then hey. We have to keep the same yeah, energy. Do we have videos of him, of all these other artists, the way we do R. Kelly? Look, that, that was his brother, allegedly. So, but it, it doesn't matter if there's a video. If there's, like, court records and it's happened, it's, the point is you can't just start saying we're going to cancel somebody because it's the hot thing to do. And I, I get it. His, his shit is some wild shit, but clearly there's somebody that murdered somebody, apparently. I, I get it. You can't really, you shouldn't grade sins if that makes sense. Like it should be a sin is a sin, but there are different levels to this. But I mean, if you're going to get a guy that's a, a pedophile, 
but you're going to keep a guy that's murdered somebody like come on we gotta we gotta get them all out of here i mean if if i'm someone that uh has spotify i don't i don't want them to push their their morals on me like let me make that decision if i don't want to listen to r kelly for what he's been alleged to do let me make that choice if I don't want to listen to Chris Brown, let me make that choice. If I don't want to listen to Ozzy Osbourne, let me make that choice. But don't don't tell me like, hey, this guy was accused of rape of a minor. So because we think that's that we think that that is bad, we're taking it off of our platform. So it's like <clears throat> as Spotify, you're determining what's good and what is bad. You're 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 placing your morales onto me. You're infringing on my right to listen to R. Yeah, what if I like pedophiles? I'm I mean, like, what if I'm okay oh, with listening to it? I mean, I'll definitely right. be screen. I'll definitely <laughs> screen recording that. <laughs> yes, the, the, the views of El Chapo do oh not God. reflect me or my employer. Sarcasm, sarcasm. But it, I mean, it's, it's a thing where it's like you know, at some point, there there's enough out there on R. Kelly for if we look through R. Kelly's numbers. On Spotify, I'm willing to bet that they've been on the decline for years now. There was no reason to take it off. Like people, with all the information that we got out there, most people probably aren't listening to R. Kelly. So at least if you're like L and you like pedophiles and continue to listen to R. Kelly, that's fine. But let her make that choice. Let her make that choice to support a child Western. It's my choice. All right. Yeah, so, my life, my choice. So he he is uh, the feature this week in uh, cancel culture. So, uh, so if you have Spotify, I guess you have to go to title app music to listen to uh, public like, remix. Like, imagine if whoever owns Spotify, imagine if they were like, you know what? I don't think smoking weed is is a good thing. Everybody that smokes weed, we're taking their music off. Like at this point, you're going to start losing people from your platform because you're deciding what's right and what's wrong. Don't yeah. tell me what's right and what's wrong as an adult. I know I know what's right and what's wrong, and I can make a decision if I want to listen to that guy or not. I think they're just scared. I think because of exactly what? what we're doing right now, as far as everybody being canceled, I think they're feeling the pressure to where a lot of people are canceling no. R. Kelly, so they no. feel as though we need to get rid of his music because otherwise they're going to think that we're supporting that type of culture. I don't, I don't, do I don't, think, I don't think that's the case. I, I don't think people will... I'm, I'm not... From what I understand, I don't think people are calling for, you know, Apple Music and Tidal and and Spotify and whoever. I don't think they're calling for people to take his music off. I think they're calling for consumers of music to stop listening to the music, which is yeah. it's just different. Like I don't I don't think people are like, hey, you need to take his music off of here. It's like it's on there. Like it is what it is. Like we're, we we if we start going through all these people's past and their history and whatever they've done, like who, who, who's all going to be on there? You know what I'm saying? And I was about to say, we're going to have nothing but a bunch of Christian artists on there, but you God knows what's going on in their life too. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't, yeah. you don't know. We don't know what's in people's And then you got to think of what about adulterers? You know, people who commit adultery. Like who, who, who decide who decides where the line is? Don't tell me where my line is. Cause you know, for Chris Brown, like him, him beating Rihanna like that, that didn't, that wasn't, that wasn't where my line was. 
But R. Kelly doing what he did, that's where my line was. You know what I'm saying? So don't don't tell me where the line is. I determine where the line is for me. For some people, some people don't have a line. They'll listen to anybody regardless of their personal life. And that's fine. If you want to do that, do you. I'm not here to judge you. I don't I don't care. Like, that's fine. Yeah, so again, he is this week's uh this week in cancel culture. So uh no shout to R. Kelly. So real quick, the last thing we're gonna jump into that. I found uh, to be interesting, and I was surprised it wasn't trending when the uh, press conference was coming out. I know we really don't talk about sports too much in this podcast. This isn't really sports related. It's more of an incident. So uh, the Lions' new head coach, Matt Patricia, it was recently discovered by a, I think, Chicago website or newspaper that back in 1996, he was uh, charged and indicted with a sexual assault. Uh, he it didn't end up going to trial because the young lady involved in the case did not testify. But uh, the big thing is now, you know, in the Me Too culture, in this era, you know, the year of the woman, a lot of people think this is kind of a, a bad look that, one, this is now coming out. Mind you, he's been with another organization, the New England Patriots, for 14 years, and this this never surfaced. Uh I feel he wasn't really upfront about it either. But a lot of people are feeling he probably shouldn't have his job. And, and the reason being is because it's just a bad look, man. 2018, you, you can't – you're almost guilty to prove an innocent in the court of public opinion. Like, stuff like that, there's there's no getting around that. So did y'all hear about this story? What were y'all's thoughts on it? Uh, there's, there's something missing here. Something – Either someone's lying or someone is withholding information or someone didn't do their job correctly because as it goes with the draft process of kids coming out of college, they go through everything. They find like mm-hmm. how who, who was the kid? Uh Josh Allen. They went and found tweets from five years ago of him saying nigger. They found that that's five years of tweets that they found on him. You know what I'm saying? Like they go, they talk to your teachers, they talk to your friends, they talk to people they don't that don't like you. They talk to everybody. They dig and scratch and find every little thing about these players before they draft him. And now with this coach, all of a sudden, him being arrested for sexual assault, do you, you never find that? How did you not how do you not find that out? Like these people. They're, and this isn't like the NFL doing this. They like go to outside people that do this, that find everything. Everybody's got dirt, and these people find it. If you're going to work in that league, they have the information. Now, I feel like they probably – maybe they found it and just kept it to themselves, or they didn't think it would go public well, like the Ray Rice tape. I don't, what, I don't know. What they said was – what they said in the state of well, – and this is just going with uh, New England. So I don't know about his – I'm sure he was in the college ranks, which, again, I'm sure they would have looked this up. It had to come up somewhere, like you said. But they said per the law in Massachusetts, just going with the, the Patriots, that they cannot ask you questions regarding uh, convictions or crimes that didn't lead to convictions. But in the state of Michigan, you can't. They say in Massachusetts you can't, but you probably should. But my my biggest issue with this is that, you know, with the coaches in the NFL, they're being said, you know, they're leaders of men. 
you know, we hold our players to these standards. Well, if you're going to be a leader of men, then you should have the the integrity to say, hey, look, this is something that happened back when I was uh, back in the day. Uh, I was I'm innocent. Nothing happened. But these are the details. So if it were to come out in the future like it is now, it's not something that's shocking people. And it's a huge thing. They could have said, hey, we spoke to them about it. We did. our." But research. isn't that their responsibility? Especially with such a major organization like the NFL. And and that is a big, a big fail in Detroit's part, because, again, in the state of Michigan, you can ask those questions, look that stuff up. So, yeah, the firm that did that, they they should be fired, never should be hired again. I mean, this is a this is a these teams are worth a billion dollars for the most part. Like every team in the NFL is worth a billion dollars. The lady that owns that team is her last name is Ford. So all those Ford trucks, all that stuff, she owns all that. Yeah. You're, paying, you're paying the Detroit Lions. That's pretty much everybody that has the Ford is is paying to part of for the for the Lions. But well, I just it, think that someone dropped the ball somewhere. Nah, yeah, and the thing is, he's like vehemently denied. He said they're pretty much. I didn't want to read the whole statement. It's a lot, but he was saying like, you know, this is just being brought up to hurt my reputation and you know drag my my name through the mud. And then Detroit piggybacked that and said, hey, you know, we didn't know about this. And they made it a point to say, hey, he was a 21-year-old at spring break, kind of alluding like, hey, you know, what happens at spring break, you know, kids will be kids, I think. But keep that same so energy they're not the going to penalize him at all. Keep exactly. that same energy for yeah, the yeah, players yeah. And that's come out thing. of college. Exactly. So not, not even that, on the team. You're gonna that doesn't make players, it okay. You're going to expect your players to have that same integrity, be a man like, hey, I made a mistake, or be up front. Because had nobody brought this up, had nobody did that 30-second Google search, he wouldn't say anything about it, and that's and that's a problem for me. Like if I was a player, I couldn't take him seriously. I'm like, hey man, like you're kind of you're kind of a mad shady dude. You know what I'm saying? Like, even even the story itself, as I was reading the article about it and what happened, I believe it happened actually in Texas. If I was yeah. understanding that correctly, and it's just it just so happens to where back then they weren't doing electronic records, which nobody really was. I get that. And, you know, now they don't have any records of it. There's a lot of gaps, like uh, Marcus was saying. There's a lot of gaps in this whole story to include just the way the case itself was handled. There's things missing. And then it basically just got boiled down to a he said, she said. And I'm pretty sure, I mean, I don't know what his status was back then, but I'm pretty sure just the whole situation was overwhelming. Well, he, was a college, he was a college athlete. He was there you go. And there you fucking go. So no wonder she probably just, just like, you know what, I'm not even dealing with this. I'm dropping it or whatever, just so I have to go through all of that. I mean, maybe, maybe not. I'm not her, but that's that's the typical case. I mean, let's let's see how they treat this guy and how they treat Jameis Winston. Like every time, like I don't know if it, like if you don't know Jameis Winston's history or what happened to him at school, find somebody that you know that watches football and have them tell you about Jameis Winston's college career and. They'll bring it up because it's always brought up with him because that's that's how it is now. You know what I'm saying? Like, and he he wasn't even a, he wasn't even arrested. You know what I'm saying? His was more accusations. He said, she said, this guy was actually arrested for this. And they're going to let him. I'm not saying they're letting him slide, but they're not going to do that all the time with these college athletes. What about the one guy? I think he was a swimmer not too long ago to where he he raped that girl behind the dumpsters. Yeah. On the college campus, yeah. nothing fucking happened to that guy, basically. Nothing. Slap on the wrist. Well, yeah, I was going back and forth with uh, one of the guys that listens. 
uh, one of my guys to interact with on Twitter at uh, Manveer at Fat Fat Jet four twenty P H A T J A T T four twenty. So he he was pretty much saying, and I, I'm just gonna talk about the podcast. It's kind of hard to you know get all your ideas through uh, 280 characters, or whatever. But he he pretty much said, I never understood this. If he did do it, why didn't the girl testify then? Why wait now? Makes no sense. And I was pretty much going through like, hey, well, whether she waited now or she waits another ten years, if it happened, it's still it's still wrong. First and foremost. Second of all, she she didn't bring it up. The media, the newspaper brought it up. Right. And then also, like we were all saying, the NFL is quick to literally do like an FBI background on their employees coming into the league, but the coaches don't have the same standard, which we, we all don't understand. And he was like, oh, you know, she pretty much, she should have said something. You know, why she wait? I mean, and why didn't she testify? Well, if you look at the Jameis Winston case, like we were saying, with an incident like that, they're going to go through your entire life. They're going to really go through the whole story. And, they're and going to bash you. Yeah, yeah. And, and for and for a woman, that's that's kind of let's say things did go on. That's kind of that's kind of it's hard to go through those details. You know, what I'm saying like, who's to say she wasn't from like a, a Christian home or a very religious home, and her parents didn't know she was out of spring break, and now she has mm-hmm. to reveal parts of her life that might shame her for her family for life. So I can understand why maybe she didn't want to go through with it. You know what I'm saying? Because she might she might get shamed by her parents or blamed by her parents for putting herself, quote, unquote, in that situation. Which and it's just embarrassing and yeah, it, something exactly. that she doesn't want to relive. At the end of the day, if she wanted to press charges then or now or whatever, like you said, it wasn't her that brought it up. It was the media. And you can't dictate how somebody reacts to anything, let alone being raped by two dudes. Allegedly. 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 Fine. Allegedly. I mean, if you and look at... especially, especially his stature back then, he was he was a college athlete, apparently. That hold that holds a lot of weight. Yeah, and we can't act like that stuff like that doesn't get swept under the rug. Like uh, allegedly, that's what happened with the Jameis Winston situation. He was at in Tallahassee, in Tallahassee police, you know, those football players are essentially gods out there. They can literally, for the most part, do do no wrong. Now, they don't do that in University of Georgia because they arrest all their players. We can't sit here and pretend like, hey, you know, stuff doesn't get swept under the rug or, you know, people aren't pressured into, you know, not But just look how the Lions responded. Off. Yeah, they're, they're already like, eh. making excuses. Oh, well, you know, spring break and he was 21 and, you know, we don't really know. And blah, blah. The same energy that they have right now is probably worse back then so now imagine being on the other end of that to hear like nobody gives a fuck about what happened to you so why am i gonna go through all of this exactly i mean the reason why a lot of women don't come out and say if something happened or if they were raped or sexually assaulted or anything like that they don't come out and say that publicly because we as a society do not believe them you know what i'm saying like when the bill cosby thing first started there were so many people talking about, nah, Bill Cosby wouldn't do that. That's America's dad. That's Cliff Huxable. He did. We don't know that nigga, man. And everybody was defending him based off of a TV show. The Derrick Rose allegations, people did the same thing. Nah, man, that's the MVP. He's a good basketball player. He wouldn't do that. A famous yeah, rapper, a famous singer. Win. People get, no, that's what I'm saying, but people, <laughs> people get accused of this stuff and then their fans or the public just is like, nah, we don't believe that. We like this guy. He wouldn't do that. 
we like him. He's a good guy. We don't know these celebrities. If someone if someone comes out, who, who's my favorite person? Who's my favorite athlete? Like Andrew Luck. If someone, and God forbid, if I don't know who would sleep with him. Yeah. If, if, any, <laughs> if anybody were to come out and say, yo, uh, Andrew Luck sexually assaults you. I'm not I'm I'm not gonna get on Twitter talking about Andrew Luck wouldn't do that. For one, I don't know Andrew Luck. For two, Andrew Luck looks like a serial killer, so he might have done it. <laughs> so I don't know. I, it, it, and this is this is my my main thing with this because I'm a I'm a Bulls fan and Derrick Rose is obviously he was a, a big part of Chicago basketball. I love Derrick Rose. I loved his game when he was playing in Chicago. When he got accused of that. I'm not. I'm not jumping on Twitter to defend you because I don't know you. I can all I can do is say, all I can do is read the read the the reports, watch the videos, gather as many facts as I can, and make my opinion from there. But if someone comes out and accuses LeBron James of something, I'm not getting on Twitter and be like, Nah, LeBron wouldn't do that. LeBron's the king. I'm not doing that. I don't know these people. Mm-hmm. I'm not. And honestly, I'm not doing it for people I do know. I'm not doing that for anybody. Yeah. Any, you you could accuse anybody I know of rape. I'm like, hey, I don't know, man. I don't know. Hey, South Breeze is like low key suspect. <laughs> Whoa, what the hell? <laughs> Anyways, but yeah, allegedly, that ties into the that ties into the whole, the whole yay thing. Like, <laughs> you, you don't know what these people do at home. You can't really be capable for them. But I mean, you did bring a good point about the facts. Like, again, we don't have all the facts. You are innocent until proven guilty, but I mean, let's put it like this: Kobe Bryant was not charged with anything, but to this day, he's still a rapist. You know what I'm saying? Like once that once that's put on you, yeah, it's that's a stigma. It's a rap. You know what I'm saying? And it just sure, it just looks even but worse you now. You gotta think they, about the victim too. Yeah, 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 definitely, definitely. But is that stigma still on Kobe though? Let's He's go an on, Oscar go on, go on Twitter and look up Kobe, look up Kobe Bryant. I'm pretty sure there's some 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 tweets talking about he's rapist. So, I mean, but he's still allowed to, like, he's still out here cooking, though. Like, he's able to do pretty much... Yeah. He's the face of the NBA. He's at so WNBA he's okay. games. Like, he's... I mean, he, he was out there, like, after, I, mean, it's, I it's, think for, like, a year or two, he was kind of like, all right, we're not really fucking with Kobe for a while. But after a while, especially in sports, it's it's way easier. Because if, if, if Kobe Bryant... If he'd have sucked after that, then I think the label would have stuck a little bit more. But he came out and he started balling and started scoring, like, 40 points a game and people kind of forget about that stuff. Yep. True. But yeah, it's it's just again the the coaches and teams aren't gonna look over, you know, neglect the physical for a new player the size for the team or neglect their conditioning test. But you neglect to do the basic background check on a person that you're hired to be in charge and to be the face of your team. That's just that's just negligence all across the board. But again, you know. Some things matter more than others. Again, if something I, if something like this were to pop up on a first round talent, that first round talent would drop to the fifth round because of something like this. If if something came up like right before the draft, they're like, oh, when he was 18, he did such and such. And we just found out about it. Guess what? Your draft stock is plummeting. And this guy is able to to keep his job. That's I mean, it, they don't treat the players for, for now. For now, and again, like I said, let's see if this. You, has you, you think he's gonna get fired? You never know. 
He's not getting fired. But my thing I is, I don't think so. They're already much... defending him, making excuses. He ain't going well, nowhere. Let's see if there's as much. What they find that they they hit it, then then yeah, they he could be out here. He's not getting fired. Well, let's 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 see if they keep the same energy throughout the season then. Because when uh, Vic was out here doing his dog fighting things, even after he served his time in prison, people were still protesting and acting that's, a fool again. That's, that's different. He was killing dogs. White people love dogs. You're right. Uh, Big Ben, you know, he's out here. I mean, here. I like dogs, too. Big Ben was out here being extra touchy with people. You like little, dogs, you don't love them. Being a little <laughs> rapey. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Big Ben was out here being rapey, and, uh, you know, nobody really hear nothing about him, you know. Who? Big Ben, Ben Roethlisberger. Mm. Roethlisberger. But uh, also, like uh, with Colin Kaepernick, he was taking a knee, and that was a, a, guy, a, a media story for years to come. But, you know, this is, uh, you know, hey, we didn't know boys would be boys happened 21 years ago, whatever. Blase, blase. So this this is something we'll definitely follow up. Uh, Interesting what they choose to give all their energy towards and, and not. Like, are we are we offended? Are we going to not watch the NFL now? Or is it, or do we only. Are they canceled too? By, you know what I'm saying? Like, what is. Well, Detroit the Lions are canceled. They, well, they should be canceled because of their lack of uh, <laughs> entry into the playoffs the last. It'll mm, play out success. Let's put it like that. But my last point in this before uh, Errol winds it out and we get out, get up on out of here. We've been running a little long, so if you're still rocking with us, we appreciate it. Definitely drop a review on the podcast. Hit us up on Twitter. My thing is that I feel as a, I feel as a, I don't know if it's, I guess the word is arrogant, to come out to a press conference denying your, uh, Denying your past uh, allegations, like not even could you put on a collar shirt? Could you put on some slacks? Can you look like a professional? You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel that had this been other coaches or players, they would be filleted for not coming out there looking the part. Like, hey, you know, I'm innocent. This dude came out there looking crazy. I think he had on some shorts. You know, say like change your because he doesn't give a shit, man. Well, I mean, if you if you look at the old NBA, they want those cats not to wear the the baggy t shirts and jewelry stuff on the sideline because how it would look. Again, have that same expectations for your coach. I'm not saying you have to be dressed to the T, but you're going to the podium to address a serious issue. You know what I'm saying? Like, look the part. I just felt that was a bit, a bit, you know, a bad look. So, but we're gonna let L wide out. We're gonna get up all out of here. So, what you got? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right. So this week's Wind It Out. Um, I had a little bit of fun with you guys via Twitter and Instagram. I opened up the Wind It Out. I do want to continue to do that. I want to hear you what's on your guys' mind, what's on your hearts, what's been pressing you guys throughout the week or even just today to where you too can wind it out. Wind It Out isn't just about what L has to bitch about. It's about what everybody's going through. And, you know, everybody could do their little vent session, enjoy yourself with a glass of wine, Talk about whatever's pressing you, and then we move forward from it. Not just me. It's everybody. This is what the committee does. Anyway, this week, wine. Um, I went a little cheap. I went with a sweet bitch. You guys have heard me mention them before. I went with the Merlot. Can't go wrong with that. I'm not going to repeat the description for that one, but it's a red wine. Uh, it is actually really sweet to me these days. I think because I was mixing it with chocolate, which normally makes it a little bit more bitter, but it's um, maybe it's that cheap that it's still sweet. Um, so my wine this week actually came to me after I asked you guys the questions because I'm walking around with my Yankee hat, right? And we lost the last two games back to back, whatever. I don't want to fucking talk about it. 
And uh, overall, we're doing really well. I have this guy in my building, and he was just like, oh, oh, nice hat. Like, oh, thanks. He's like, oh, you Yankee fan? I'm like, yeah. He goes, yeah. And then he proceeded to question me and quiz me about my knowledge of the Yankees. Now, I don't know. As he should. No, fuck you, because you guys have done this to me, too, where if I mention anything somewhat sports related with my knowledge that I have, you guys feel the need to quiz me. You guys did it with the Paul Pierce thing, asking if I know who he is, what does he do for a living, and blah, blah, blah. And I know I exactly that. who the fuck I was talking about, because I'm not that stupid. So whatever I do know, I speak, or if I don't know about it that much, I'm not going to speak too much on it. I understand sports. I watch sports. I watch football. I'm not, you ain't going to catch me on the DBNR report anytime soon because I'm not that, that is that too into it. I don't know stats about people. I'll leave that to Siren, Tribbles, and everybody else holding it down for the ladies. However, do not feel the need to quiz me and ask me, oh, how many rings do they have? And when was the last time they made it to the World Series? Motherfucker, we got 27. We almost made it last year, but I'm not going to talk about it. And the last time we were there was in 2009. But who the fuck are you to think that you got to quiz me on my knowledge just behind a hat that I'm wearing or a jersey I'm wearing or whatever? Because he's not the first guy to do it. So my wine this week is anybody who feels the need to quiz I feel as though it's because I'm a female. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe I'm reaching. But anybody, don't go, don't go ahead and quiz somebody on their knowledge on a subject just because you feel as though you know more than them or whatever it is. If I'm wearing a hat that I like and it's a sports team, so fucking what? It doesn't give you an invite to start quizzing me on my knowledge of that team. Get over it. Get over yourself. So that's my wine. Fuck y'all. I mean, how you know he wasn't trying to spit a little game, though? You know what I'm saying? Fuck like- him. Maybe that maybe that was his. He saw his ends like, okay, uh, let me let me see what's really hood. But mm. turn off. I tell you that, but keep, that's uh, failed. Failed. Hashtag failed. Hashtag canceled. Um, <laughs> I mean, maybe it might be a little sexist. It's probably a lot of sexist. The thing is, though, is that yeah. Say it. No, fuck you. Just say women, it. But women, y'all might be to blame for that, though, because there's a lot of y'all out here faking the fuck. You know, saying like, oh, I, I use another example. Let's not use sports. I saw this on uh, Twitter. I thought it was funny because right now I'm really big in, into uh, Naruto. So I saw a meme talking about this dude was like, yo, you like anime? She's like, yeah. She's like, uh, I love Dragon Ball Z. Naruto's my favorite character. He's like, yeah. So we can't talk no more. But it's it's the same thing. Like they're like, oh yeah, I'm a big uh, Falcons fan, and you can't name a single player on the team. Like that that's kind of a that's kind of a foul. At least know like the quarterback. I'm not saying you gotta know his stats from like the last ten years, but at least know his name, know his number, know what C we play in, know the team's colors, just little stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, sure. It is what it is. But my thing is, do you guys do that to other males, or y'all just doing it to girls? I try not to talk sports around. If, if I'm talking to sports people that don't know sports, I just, uh, I'm like, yeah, I just kind of fade to black. So I'm like, yeah, you don't know what you're talking about. So I do it to guys. I'm, I mostly try to do it to guys now because it's funny. Because I just don't <laughs> like. You'd be surprised how many dudes don't know anything about sports. Like out here faking the fun. And, I, and I'm not. True. I'm not saying that I know everything about sports, but. I mean, it's it's little things that you'll talk about, especially like with the draft that just went by. I was talking to someone about Lamar Jackson, how he's going to be a first-round quarterback. And he was like, nah, he's not going to be a first-round quarterback. He's too small. And I was like, 
you know he's the same height and weight as Andy Dalton, right? And he was like, oh, well, I mean, he ran. He's, that, he's too black. That's what he meant. Nah, he's like, oh, yeah. well, he's no, too black. No, nah, man, he ran. He ran that spread. That spread offense in college. I was like, nah, he ran an NFL style offense in college. Man, okay, come he's on, too, man, he's too black. He, he's too I black. mean, it's, it's just like it's little like I, I, I don't. You know, I'm not gonna sit here and like quiz you on stuff. But if we're having a conversation and you say something like that, then I feel the need to just throw something out there and be like, so sure, see if you really know what you're talking about, and, or to even say something to get under your skin like that when someone's like, oh, yeah, Lamar Jackson, third-round talent. I'm like, based on what? Right. But that's a conversation. You guys are already having a conversation. And then, obviously, that person doesn't know that much as you. Like, they're not completely up-to-date with their facts or whatever. But to meet somebody off-cuff or not even meet them, to just randomly feel the need to just start quizzing somebody on their knowledge, there's a difference between having a conversation about sports with somebody and then flat out quizzing them just to see like, oh, okay, you know what you're talking about. Who the fuck are you for me to have to prove to you what I know what I'm talking about? Look, he was I'm... just trying to take you on a nice steak dinner, man. You missed <laughs> all the signs. This is why I'm at home <laughs> by myself. Thinking <laughs> why you need chocolate. I, honestly, <laughs> honestly, for me, like, especially on Twitter, well, mostly on Twitter, if I see like, I'm, I'm more, I gravitate more to women that talk about sports on Twitter specifically for that reason is because they've probably grown up their whole life having to constantly prove themselves and constantly be up on whatever knowledge that they feel like they need to have because guys are constantly questioning them. So it's like, I feel like if I talk to a woman on, on Twitter about sports, I feel like she knows exactly what she's talking about. And she's well-informed because of what happened to you. Cause that's been happening to them their entire life. Facts. Like, like, okay, how many dudes out there know what a spread offense is? Like, for real. Like, y'all can shut the fuck up. Oh, Lamar Jackson runs a college <laughs> offense. He runs a spread offense. Explain to me what the spread offense is, okay? Explain that to me. What is the spread offense? What is the triangle offense? Ask well, someone that to explain that to you. Well, the sad thing is, is that all that stuff is just a Google search away. Like, you... You know, it's you don't have to be an expert. I'm, there's a lot of stuff about football I don't know. Like in I'm not, person, huh? Ask someone in person. Ask someone in person. Like, hey, explain to me what the spread offense is without googling it, bro. Again, as far as like uh, with like the defense line, there's a lot of stuff I have no clue what's going. Well, on. Here, here's the thing. I'm not saying it as far as like, like oh, oh what's the this person's a nah, great three technique. Nah, nah. I'm like, no. Here, here's my thing. I have no clue what you're talking about. If you're talking about like, but I don't care to learn anything. If you're right using now. that as a reason why someone shouldn't be dre- like Lamar Jackson, if you're like he ran a spread offense, that's why he can't play in the NFL. Well, then explain to me what a spread offense is, since you know that that's not going to work in the NFL. That's what I'm saying. I'm not saying like just in general, but if you bring it up, you need to be able to explain to me why that's not going to work. And I, I do I that. I'll, I'll do that. Fair. I don't have. I don't have the time. I don't have the time or the patience to get in those convers- kind of conversations. I feel like you don't say stuff like that, though. Uh, I, I don't know. Uh, yeah, it, there's a lot of people that don't really, outside of surface knowledge, they're really not. They're more of observers of the game. Like they watch to have a beer. Like, 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 like for me, I, I looked at Leonard Fournette and I was like, he's not worth a top ten pick. Because he's not a versatile running back, and yep, I base it off the fact that he's still team. I'm still team Dalvin Cook. You can check my Twitter. I know Dalvin Cook had a, a 
crazy injury earlier in the season last year, but I think he bounces back. I think he, like I said, he's a he's a more versatile back. And for his size, he moves pretty well. I, I thought he was a little scat back. He's like six feet tall, about two fifty. Yeah, he's not. Like a, he's not Darren Sproles out there. <laughs> yeah, no. But just just how elusive and quick he was, I was like, damn. And when I saw how big he was, I'm like, golly, and he can catch. Yeah, I was always uh, down with Cook over. Yeah, it's like why? It's like that. why would you spend that high of a draft pick on a one-dimensional running back well, and uh, show gonna, that in NFL? I was gonna figure that out with the with the Giants, uh, with your boy. Yeah, who did the uh, who did the Giants draft? though? <laughs> first overall overall pick. And I'm gonna tell you, I don't know because hey. I'm gonna stay within my fucking lane. I'm not gonna be out here faking it. I don't know, but what I do know is the opening season game, Dallas versus the Giants. I'm gonna be out there with the AT and T Arena. I'll be there. What's up, Alejandro? I see you, Alejandro. 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 Yeah, it's uh, Saquon Barkley. I don't. I just. I still don't understand that pick. But again, it is what it is. We're gonna see. My last thing on sports, every running back is not going to be the next greatest running back every year. First said it was Leonard Fournette. No, first said it was Todd Gurley. No, first said it was Adrian Peterson. What, Todd Gurley, uh, Leonard Fournette, now Saquon Barkley. Like, every running back is not the greatest greatest running back. Like, come I mean, on. who was the last running – who was the last top ten running back pick to win a Super Bowl? Hmm. Hmm. I mean, when's the last time that happened? Yeah, that, that pick was kind of weird, but... That's why you don't pick running backs that high. They're not that important. Yeah, yeah. shout out to uh, Devontae Freeman, who was a uh, what fourth-round draft pick. And mm. he's hmm. putting, up, putting up great numbers. Hmm. Yeah, they, they did a great job scouting him, with evaluating his talent. So it is what it is. But, again, we ran kind of late today. But, you know, if you're rocking with us, we appreciate it. Uh, what did somebody just text me? Oh, okay. Yeah. So we appreciate everybody listening to the podcast. Happy Mother's Day. Hey, happy Mother's Day to all the mothers and all the future mothers. Uh, if you don't know, you're about to be one yet. So and that's all we got. Uh, it's going to be podcast. Uh, the Will Swift life is important, but the Will Swift pair is vital. We out. Peace. <laughs>